My name is Georgiana, I am CEO and founder of BeagleCat and soon you will be listening to Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. In this podcast, I regularly talk to employer branding managers, talent acquisition managers and human resources managers in tech companies in Germany, Romania and the US. For more content on employer branding related themes, go to employerbranding.tech or beaglecat.com. Stay tuned! Hello, hello. Welcome to a new episode of Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. This is Georgiana, as you've known for two years now. And today I'm talking to someone that I've been following for quite a while on LinkedIn, and I admire her a lot. She's doing a ton of things. I'll just tell you that her name is Selma Sadikovic, and she works as Human Resources Manager at Snox, but she does a ton of things. So please, Selma, First of all, welcome. Thank you for agreeing to do this episode with me. Thank you. And tell us a little bit about what you do and what the company does. Sure, I will. Thank you so much for the invitation, Georgiana. I'm so happy to be here and to be a part of the HR Employer Branding Podcast experience. Um, yeah, who am I? I started at Snox uh, two years ago as an HR manager, and I was kind of I think the 40th employee, uh, so pretty late on the HR uh, stuff because I was the first one to work in HR at Snox. And two years ago, I basically did everything. So I did our salaries, I did the employer branding, I did the recruiting, mm -hmm. I did the office management, I did literally everything. You name it, I did it. And now, oh. two years later, I have a wonderful team around me. Um, which I am happy to be the lead of. So right now we have a recruiter, we have a, a colleague who is doing our learning and development and the onboarding as well. And another colleague of mine is doing all the administrative and the law things. And one colleague of mine is doing the office related stuff. And yeah, the things that I'm doing is trying to lead the team uh, to the best of my abilities. And also, yeah, I admire and I love the topic of employer branding, of new work, of everything around surrounding uh, this topic. So this is what, yeah, where my passion is, where my heart is. Um, we always make the bold statement that we want to be the geilste Arbeitgeber im E-Com-Bereich. So this is our, yeah, our goal. And at Snox, we started six years ago selling socks on Amazon, um, and now six years later, we're a 110 employee big um, e-com, uh, maybe not a startup anymore, but we're a brand. Yeah. Um, we have our own online shop, as well as we're selling on many marketplaces, so Otto, Amazon, Zalando, all the big names, you can find us on there. And we also have a yeah, broader, um product uh, like palette we we also have underwear for girls and boys we are selling yeah some sports stuff so pretty much everything you can imagine in the basic fashion world is what we're trying to sell cool yeah and since you, you you're saying that you're leading a team but mm. i i think that well while leading a team you are sort of responsible for all the areas yeah. that the team covers 
So I'm wondering, what is it like for you to bridge the gap between all these? How do they come together? Employer branding and the new work and maintaining a good company culture and a bit of recruitment. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest biggest challenge here is that you have to focus on like 10 topics at the same time because mm-hmm. um, the team is not so big. I mean, all of my colleagues and my team members, they're alone in their own like team. So there is not a second person doing the recruiting or a second person doing the onboarding and development. So whenever we are, for example, brainstorming, they can't do it alone. They need me. So I have to, I don't know, like focus on 10 topics at the same time and always have, have some ideas and have the why not spirit uh, to it. But I don't know. I think it's the enthusiasm that brings me to work every day. And I love to read and to connect with other brands, other people, other uh, leaders and not leaders in HR, other pioneers, seeing how they do it. And this is where my inspiration comes from. And this is also what my team loves to do. They love to connect to other people and see how are they doing it? Are there any things that we can maybe adapt or maybe change uh, so that it works with snog so this is really really cool and i love the energy of all the people that i've met in the last years and everyone's so happy to help and also so open about their challenges and their everything they're doing so i think at the end of the day um especially when there's like a i don't know like a some kind of event or something uh, when everyone comes together it always feels like yeah like a big hr family in germany which is so cool this is what i what i really love um for example right now there's the Zukunft personal uh, in köln where i'm so sad that i couldn't join because i had some other uh, meetings to attend but i know like half of the people that are there i think and it always feels like a little LinkedIn family that comes together. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I Like I said, I followed you for a while and it struck me that you have, that you speak very passionately about many, many topics. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of good vibe and there's a lot of good energy coming from you and from your LinkedIn post. And I, you know, I've, I've, I've always been reading them and telling myself, wow, that's really... She, she must be someone who brings in all this good vibe into the company. So yeah. I have to talk to her I have to see how she does, <laughs> how she does it. And so then when, when I, I read on your LinkedIn profile that your personal um, aim is actually the, the same of the company yeah. in, and, and actually the aim is to become the best Arbeitgeber, yes. employer. The best employer, yes. So this is, to me, is very a, a very ambitious goal. It really, is. really ambitious. <laughs> but like I said, I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. as it was coming from you. So please tell me exactly what makes you, what makes Snox the best employer? That's a very good question. And I know that it's a very, very bold statement. But um, I think, of course, I have to say this. But first and foremost, the thing that uh makes us this great brand and this great employer is of course our team uh not only the team stocks but also the the team hr which is as passionate as i am so they love what they're doing and they 
pour all their passion and energy and everything that they do they they do it for for the brand and we have so many always cool new ideas so of course that's the that's the first um point i think the second one i think is our approach of little to no rules so we try to yeah i don't know give everyone the possibility to kind of work how they want to do it and live how they want to do it and not be obligated to any rules just because you have to um i was very inspired by a book that i read uh, which is funnily enough called no rules rules it's written by the founder of netflix um which is a big recommendation for everyone in hr um so that's the second thing and the third thing which is something that uh, that i had in mind uh, last night when we were here uh, watching the champions league game where we had a little um spot <laughs> um is the i would call it the why not spirit it's just i mean it's our slogan of course but everything we do we kind of just think why not let's try it this kind of i don't know like open open space also for failures and for bad things that happen and everything so my personal approach and i think also the approach of of the team stocks and all the crazy things that we try to do whether it be i don't know going on vacation with 100 people or i don't know just doing a champions league um ad in in two days it's just why not let's try it so we just see how it how it works and if it doesn't work okay let's try something new but if it does work then it's so cool that we did it so i think that's the that's the key part in everything which is why everyone is also so open to new ideas and no matter how crazy that idea might be you always know that you have some open ears in the team so no one is kind of like ashamed of anything or just trying trying to do and not trying to hide their mistakes so i think that's a very very good sign of a good culture um that you can yeah kind of just try yourself out and not have many regulations and limitations just so you can grow exactly and risk embracing the risks i think yeah. and being inquisitive and questioning everything i think is is the key to success and obviously you guys have done it because you have median tenure 1.1 years in yeah. the company which is a lot at least compared to what happens in berlin yeah. in tech so, so what do you do to to preserve these people what do you do to stay the way you are Mm, one thing that our founder and also my boss Johannes always says it's it's a fucking people game. So everything we do, we do it for the people and I think the yeah. first thing that we always try to push is events. So right now we have okay. a various number of events lined up for the team. For example, we uh, rented a cinema 2 weeks ago to play mario kart because we all love to play mario kart in the uh, lunch breaks so we rented a <laughs> cinema to do it on the big screen because why not right and i don't know right now the oktoberfest is coming up so we're doing a little stocks toberfest in our office in 2 weeks 
where everyone can bring their partner. There will be some food, some Bavarian and some beer and whatnot. Some and beer. Yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We have our summer trip coming up, which is a annual holiday uh, or annual vacation we do with all of the team members. We're flying to Mallorca for some days. So that's the first thing event, I'd say. And then the, mm -hmm. the second thing that we try to do is always reinvent ourselves. So whether there be a rule or whatever that we have to implement because we're simply so many people, nothing is set in stone. So everyone can always give their feedback and can always maybe also sit at the table and be like, okay, I don't know if this is like the right approach or not. So the feedback culture within our teams is very, very important to us because you have to see it like this. So many people that are working here are so young and they're doing this for the first time. So we have so many people leading for the first time. We have so many people working for the first time. So of course, a ton of mistakes is, is, is in the making every day. So we try to reinvent and reevaluate ourselves and also test and see, okay, is this a good approach or not? If not, let's try something else. So we are constantly growing and constantly trying to, yeah, be, be better and be a better employer and be a better place for all the people. And yeah, what is the, what you know, is that's, the... That's a, a very startup-like mentality. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Which I think is, which I, I think is actually key to companies, even to those who have surpassed five years, who have grown past a hundred people. I think this is key in in maintaining a good culture and really staying on the market. Totally. Because once you lose and that thing, you're you're done. Yeah, for sure. And I see so many companies that are a similar. I just call it age <laughs> as we are so five to six years and uh, they are so corporate they behave yeah. and they act like they have like 2000 employees and they have like 110 or 150 and i don't think that this is the way to go i mean of course what you have to keep in mind is of course there are people that need rules they need rules because they simply maybe it's not their style of working right so they need kind of like some limitations to be safe and to feel good. And this is also something that we have to respect. And this is also something that we had to learn the hard way because my, my, uh, my team will laugh, but when, whenever they come to me with a question, I'm always like, the first answer I always give is what would you do? Because I want to try and teach them that they switch on their minds and th that they think about because of course it's easier for me to just present them my answers on the table and be like yeah sure just do it whatever i tell you you do but i want them to also think outside the box think of things that they can do and whatever so that they kind of develop the feeling that all the things they do is so important that they that they kind of develop an ownership for their things because when i give you trust and when i give you zero limitations i want you to own it 
and to just do it and not be dependent on me so you can fulfill my wishes because I want you to feel like this is also your team and your work and your culture and everything. It's, it's not mine. It's, it's not mine. It's not yours. It's ours. But I think you get the point. <laughs> and, and how much of all of this culture is synonymous with the founder? as it happens with most startups mm -hmm. in the world? And how much has it grown on its own with you, with the rest of the team? Mm -hmm. I think um, it's a good mix. So we have two founders. We have Johannes and Felix. And Johannes is kind of the part that is here in Mannheim, where our headquarter is. And he is mm -hmm. always the one with the crazy ideas, with the crazy minds. So who's, he's always the one who's like, oh, OK, the Champions League spot is, I don't know, like XK Euro. Yeah, sure, let's try it. And you know that he won't be pissed if it doesn't perform because he's like, okay, let's try it out. So all the craziness and the why not spirit is coming from him. And uh, we have Felix, which is our second founder. And he is bringing kind of all the other topics um, into Snorks. He's a big fan of remote work, which is why he originally founded Snorks. So he's living in Zurich, but spends his uh, winters in Bali, where his brother lives. So um, all of the like new work and remote working, um, yeah, like digital nomad lifestyle um, is the part of the culture that is that that he is bringing into into Snorks culture. So I think. This all together mixed with some of our ideas, some of the ideas from the people that are working with us uh, in the past six years is, I think, the very, very nice mix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you can tell what the best or the proudest moment in the company is for you so far. That's a very good question. Mm. There are several, probably, but if you have to... <laughs> yeah, um, I think the proudest moments I always have is not a Champions League ad or a Amazon ad deal or some numbers or whatever. There are, there are enough people in our company valuing these numbers. The proudest moments for me as an HR lead and as someone who embraces our culture is whenever I see our people succeed. So everyone is kind of a specialist in their own like team or in their own like discipline. And as Snox is, uh, has become such a, yeah, I don't know, like a very known brand and a very known startup in the e-commerce mm -hmm. world, many people are yeah like asking i don't know like for example a colleague from mine he's called thomas he's working in our marketplace department whether he wants to be a speaker at an event or whether he wants to join this conference because they see how he has also like uh, contributed to the success of snocks or for example mm -hmm. when my recruiter tim he just told me a couple of days ago that he was asked to be a guest in, in, in the first podcast ever. And he was so excited. So these are my moments of being proud because I know mm -hmm. that their work, but also we as an employer and we as a brand 
kind of helped the people behind all of it to fulfill their personal dreams and to contribute to their personal growth, which is at the end of the day, the most important thing. You can talk about everything. You can talk about numbers and about whatever and jobs and whatnot. But if you don't allow your people to grow also on a personal level, they will leave you. Yeah. They just will. So these are my proudest moments in, in Snocks. Nice. I think it's rewarding for you to see how, how people have this sense of initiative and in, in being how, how they feel encouraged to be their own selves and yeah. to develop themselves personally supported by the company. Yeah, it's a uh, it has to be really rewarding yeah, indeed. It is. Let's talk a little bit about recruitment marketing. We have about eight minutes left. Yes. So please tell me how much do you make use of it for growing the team? I'm really curious. Yeah. Recruitment marketing in the original sense, I don't know if you if we make much use of it. So every time that someone asks how the hell we generate these crazy amounts of like uh, applications. Yeah. I always say, I think it's a good mix because as I just, as I just uh, told you, the uh, brand of course is growing. And of course there are so many specialists right now working at Snox that are presenting themselves at various whether it be events or they publish something on LinkedIn or whatever. And I think recruiting, as you also said in your question, is always a little bit like marketing. So you need to yes. have many touch points with the brand. Um, mm -hmm. So you can... Unless it's employee branding, which I think is right. much more the case. Exactly. So but... whatever you try to achieve, I think it's always about the touch points. So. I know many people follow, for example, our social accounts, for example, the uh, Instagram account where we have this crazy, <laughs> this crazy yeah. um, thing on Fridays, which is called uh, Jobs by Snocks. It was a random idea that my colleague Luisa and I had, um, where we try to interest the people in a job offer that we have. So we constantly have some like open job positions, for example. And every Friday, we just, I don't know, bounce some ideas back and forth and we try to make it in a little bit like twisted or funny way. And the engagement on this story, which costs zero euro, is yeah. insane. Enormous. It's insane. It's really, it's enormous. She's always like, how the hell did we manage to do that? It was a random idea that we had on a Friday, uh, on a Friday morning, I think. And it costs nothing and it's so funny just because we have fun with it and it's such a it's such a cool uh thing i think that's yeah but this is employer branding at its finest yeah. it's a hundred percent coming from the people projected to the outside it's, yeah. yeah you're rocking it i mean <laughs> thank you really yeah so i think that's that's a, a good example and also uh, something that we really try to engage the people to do is LinkedIn, of course. I mean, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about it. It's the, I think, fastest growing uh, network in, in, in business. And um, 
we are encouraging the people to write on there. So why would they write on there? Because they can and because they have something to tell. So we try to have, as I said in the beginning, very few to none like rules as of <laughs> writing the posts. They can, of course, do it when they work. Um, I don't know if this is even necessary to tell, but I know some people that have to do their LinkedIn in their free time and not uh, not when they're at work, which is insane to me, but whatever. Um, yeah. So we really encourage the people to do that because on the other hand, uh, no, on the, on the one hand, of course, uh, it's great employer branding for us, but on the other hand, they're also showing themselves um, as experts. So it's a win-win situation for the employer and for the employee. So that's also, I think, a big, big step why why our employer branding is so yeah i think good <laughs> if i do yeah, say so myself yeah. and it's not a yeah, no, like the truth like the snogs linkedin account like oh meet the team or whatever it's so so much more interesting to see the different people writing about their experiences writing about their jobs and knowing that they're supported by by the brand is so so important you could you could definitely write the book employer branding 101 and i'm totally <laughs> learning and i think to everyone who's listening just follow the linkedin account follow selma follow follow the team from snox there's so much good content and useful inputs that you can put in place with very little money which is fantastic. And that takes me to our last question. Yes. We have three minutes left. If you had all the money in the world for employer branding, what would you do? Oh, that's such a tough question. I think I would like to do something crazy. Like, hmm. I really have to think on that one. Sure, can be, I don't know, can mean a trip, crazy can mean, I, I sometimes think about it myself, you know, uh -huh. if I had a lot, what would I do? And all these ideas for trips and events come to my uh -huh. mind, and it's it's hard to decide when you don't have the money yeah, in hand, you know, is. you think maybe this or maybe that. And But I think it yeah, would be, I think it would be a crazy trip. I, I don't know why, but the first thing that I had in mind was a, like, Snocks branded, like, Airplane. Yacht. <laughs> oh, yacht. Yacht is even better. I was thinking about the airplane and you brought the yacht in. So now it's the yacht. Yeah, no, I um, I think something like this. I don't know. I was just thinking about this one uh, influencer who had her wedding, Chiara Ferrani, and she had her, like, everything in the plane was branded. Like, even the little, like, water bottles had her i think something like that i don't i don't even know like the destination but i think that would be so so nice like even with i don't know, like 500 employees let's do a crazy trip uh it would be crazy in a plane or on a yacht we can to fit everyone on yeah let's see that if Johannes hears this maybe we will do it next year <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> super cool Selma this has been so much fun I'm really happy I met you even virtually 
If you're ever in Berlin, please let me know. Maybe we get to meet in person. I will. That. And I'm gonna be in Berlin very soon, so I will text you right Ooh, after. I'm always here. I'm also starting a full-time job in October, so I'm not going anywhere for a while. And I look forward to meeting you. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure.